Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's a beautiful Friday night here at Fox Sports Radio, the final weeknight edition of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon for the calendar year 2022. I could do a big retrospective. I could do a bunch of good, bad, ugly, bad predictions gone wrong. What's the What's the point? You don't like that? No. No, I, I don't. I don't think there's any point to it. <laughs> I mean, you just I, want I to move on to the new year. No, I mean, I can on. peacock a little bit about some predictions gone right, but certainly there's plenty that's gone wrong. Right think about my personal life or the airing of grievances here behind the scenes at Fox Sports Radio. The decided lack of meat sticks for some people. I mean, there's lots of things that we could go into, Arnie, but there's just no point. No, I'm glad we're getting out of 2022. I'm ready for 2023. Let's go. But a a solid year. We got some great uh, great events mixed in. Daughters and I had some fun, some big milestones. We're sticking around here at Fox Sports Radio a little bit longer. I get to torment Smith about his Jets, Knicks, and Mets a little bit longer, especially when the Mets spent all that money and, well, they'll still lose. Or at least that's the hope, I think, of the larger sporting universe based on the amount of money spent, right? The hate watching has begun. Yeah, well, the hate watching has begun uh, for the people that uh, root for lousy teams because they know their team's not going to get into it. Well, they, at that point, they just stop paying attention. Yeah, they start looking at things that are on the uh, the whiteboard that they need to attend to. It's like you know what that uh, ten a.m. kickoff here on the West Coast. Uh, I might have to go do some you know, yard work instead. You, 
you keep saying how uh, what a big fan Jason Smith is of the Mets and the Jets and all that stuff. There's really only three criteria to be a to be a big fan. First of all, do you have any siblings named like Shay or well, named after a Jet player? Do that. Well, the, 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 just because you, you conned your wife into naming your son exactly, Shay? exactly. If you never you've been paying your, for that ever since, though. All right, all right. What about if you have a dog or a cat named after uh, somebody on the team? Do you have at least that going? Yeah, I'm for not it, a cat know? guy, but yeah, have at it. Okay, because if you don't have that, then you're not really a fan. Oh, you know is that I mean? it? Should well, I just a, get a tattoo of the Sox logo on my and the third uh, is a tattoo, and we can go from there? If you don't have a tattoo of your favorite team or player on your body, then then you're really not a fan. So it's got to be one of the there three. There you go. You know? uh, maybe maybe I'll get one of those three in the coming year uh, once Quadzilla reemerges. We were actually just yeah. talking about tattoos here in the uh, the Fox oh, really? Radio studios. Yeah. shirt is all tatted up. He's sleeved, and eventually he's going to look like those guys in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, very cool. Where he's very got him cool. across his eyelids all and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ponder that, uh, Alex Tyshirt, our technical producer. Uh, Bo Benson pondering if he's going to get one. I, I've got a design that I think I finally reconciled that I really? haven't hate. Well, I mean, look, there were always points in your life where you're pondering. I. I, got right? a, I mean, a, a little picture of Greg Luzinski would have been cool. That but I'd been always very have cool. to explain to people who the would hell he is. would have been very cool. Yeah, well, who they the called me Baby is. Bull because back when I was playing baseball, eh, let's just say I, I was uh, a sizable kid. Look at kid. you. Look at you. I, was, uh, I got a tattoo five years ago. Uh, on my left arm that said Fox Sports Radio. Did on. you really? Yes, I did. But it was one of those henna tattoos. You know oh, what I'm nice. talking? Yeah, because I have a little tattoo so machine comes off that there. comes so off after a while. I, there I, you I, go. I can print out you know lines of text in whatever form. Is you. that the same if your tattoo's not permanent? I don't no. know. No. 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 If you're not permanently uh, scarred it's not the by same. it, it doesn't work. <laughs> There's got to be more. It's, I mean, because I mean that is one thing we can all agree and stipulate to here late out of Friday night is that our love of our teams, and let's face it, in sports radio, and I, and I wonder if you agree with this, because this is one of my long-held tenets to all of this, is like to do our job, you have to be a fan of the games, yes, players, managers, coaches, what, whatever drew you, and that never leaves. I don't care how many years you do this. You may not have the same emphasis and and like stop everything down uh, on a dime because your team is playing in some random game in the in the Bahamas at 3 a.m. Uh, your your time or whatever. I get that, uh, but it still has meaning to you. So when folks in our industry say, "Well, you know what? I had to give up my fan card when I started doing this," I'm like, "I don't buy it for a minute." No, no, I, no, I, they, they, I, yeah. I think you're lying. You you may have reined it in a little bit in terms of your ability to go out and act like a drunken fool, paint your face and act like an ass at tailgates. But uh, that don't tell me you're not still watching those teams with bated breath, hoping for great success. Yeah, no, you, the only reason you have to give up your fan, fan, uh, fanship is if you're an official or something like that. Just because you get into this industry or this business, um, you don't have to do something like that. My first uh, experience, I used to go with my mom down to New York to the Madison Square Garden uh, to see the Knicks play. We wait for the game to start, um, get cheap tickets because we couldn't really afford it and sit way up on top and go watch the Knicks, uh, you know, once a week or something like that. Um, great times. Absolutely fantastic times. Well, that's what know? we used to do. The- 300 level at the old Chicago Stadium. My yeah, brothers yeah, and I would yeah. go get a copy of the Blue Line where they'd be cursing out dollar bill words and all of those things. And then you basically had to keep an eye on uh, your feet for fear that you might get bitten by a rat while you were sitting up there. But 
You think I'm kidding? They used to have standing room too up there. Oh, that's you know right. That, right? I mean, yeah. that place was raucous. If and, you wanted to chaotic. go there, you could you could get in back in the old day for standing room. I I, I don't know when they started that, but um, I mean, you could just go for the experience if you want. It to. was a couple of bucks. It cost you nothing. Yeah, like, now I remember it's, the bleachers. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I remember the bleacher tickets at Old Comiskey to show my age. They were a buck. Oh, and geez. then we used to get a lot of tickets because uh, they had all those programs through the schools. You got straight A's, Mike, perfect attendance. Oh, exactly. Mike, we went when, to a lot of games for free. When when they used to have six preseason games in football, if we get two seven-up cans, you'd get a ticket That's to the Rams-Cowboys game. It was the L.A. Times um, you know, preseason game. It was like the fifth week of the season, and they'd meet the Cowboys every time. It was I mean, for the people that couldn't afford real tickets, we used to go to that all the time, you know? Still an experience. Still oh, is yeah. now, and that's the thing we always have to remember. As as much as we may uh, bemoan their existence, etc., it's still an opportunity. And for some of these players, maybe they catch on, maybe they don't. But you remember their college careers, and it's an opportunity to see live live events. Like that's a big thing. My daughters and I, it's it's concerts. And, yeah, you guys, you go to a lot of concerts, when, don't you? We we go to a good number. Like it, it is an important thing. Like we don't go out to eat a bunch. I generally do cooking. You at go home to the theater days. too. You're very we do. fancy. You no, know, yeah. I go all over the place. I You're mean, fancy. Yeah. yeah, I'll go to a rock concert one week. The next week, we watched um, Richard Thomas do uh, Atticus Finch, "Death of a Salesman," as rewritten for the you. stage by Aaron Sorkin. Wow, you're very. If that comes educated. to your town, you should go see it too. Okay, it was, huh. it was brilliant because as it gets in, like obviously. Uh, when you, you're looking at to kill a mockingbird, there is a lot of a uh, lot of tension that builds up. But the way he's rewritten the script, there's always that safety valve of a one-liner from one of the characters to to let that air out. It's great. The big the big name we had here. I went to go see Daniel Tosh. That's what we get up here in Burlington, Vermont. I remember Tosh. Tosh yeah. Point Oh, yeah. That's great. What do you mean you as... remember him? He's still big. What are you talking? I about? remember him when he was starting over at the comedy store over here. Yeah. When you'd yeah. go in the middle of the night. Uh, after Duck soup and all that. Yeah, 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 all of that stuff. So good things. Hey, tomorrow, semifinal games in this college football campaign. Yeah. We're finally there. The bowl games today were mostly fantastic. I, I got to say, we we got some some really solid contests. If you sat and watched, like I I said earlier in the show, my daughter and I watched those uh, that final quarter of UCLA. Uh, and, and Pitt with bated breath. And Great the game. Yeah, good game. Final minute, you get the go-ahead score followed by a field goal try. And she's still getting used to yellow lines, red lines, what they mean, whatever. And they had it up on the screen, and we were far enough away. She goes, what's that mean? I go, uh-oh. They're like three yards away from potential field goal range. She goes, wait, they're going to lose? How are they going to lose this game? And it's like she's just, from no interest to suddenly uh, it was the end of the world for the I didn't UCLA see the Bruins. last couple of plays. I know that Pittsburgh picked up a chunk, I think like 15, 20 yards to get in the field goal range um, right before the yeah, last play. So they had a big, big run right up the gut. Okay. And so he just it. carried a couple of guys with him. Mm. Uh, and, and, the, and down it went. But uh, just a fantastic slate of games. Tomorrow we get the, the two big boys that, that we've been waiting on. Michigan, eight-point favorites right now. Uh, with TCU, and then the nightcap is Georgia, a six-point favorite. Ohio State, Ohio State, it's been a minute since we've seen them, and the last time we saw them, they were getting run over. 
like all wrestlers in the 80s yeah. by Hulkamania. <laughs> um, you know, the, the Michigan-TCU game, everybody predicting that it's going to be a blowout. Michigan now a 7.5-point favorite, but the over-under is 58, which goes to show you um, that TCU defense isn't even going to be able to slow down Michigan. I'm like everybody else. I think it's going to go ahead and um, be like a 43-17 game. Um, Michigan's just going to be too much for them to handle. The big, the, the big twelve has had a pretty good year, but um, when you're going up in uh, class like it is a taking on a Michigan, that's a whole different story out there. Don't see TCU even keeping it close. Love Michigan laying the points, and I, I, I like the over in the game too. Yeah, and as we were talking about a little bit earlier, like we had Pete Futek on, and and you get into the idea of the emotion of regret. As put forth by McCarthy, and and you can laugh as like ah you're in your early twenties, what do you know about it? Like no no no, they they had a big season and then they got punched in the mouth repeatedly. Yeah, that sticks with you. And you watch them over the course of the season, the level of consistency with which they've played. A couple of near misses because you're going to have those games that you have to grind out. But overall, uh, you've watched great consistency in their play, and the the run game has been spectacular. Even when you start substituting in second, third string guys and what they did to Ohio State in the second half of that game, that's that's just etched into the brain of bully ball uh, on a whole other level and where it's like, all right, is he going to call off the dogs after a while? I've never seen them pick up so many big plays like that um, in, in years. I mean, the uh, 30, 40 big chunk plays like that were, especially like you mentioned, they had an injury at the, at the uh, running back position, but I mean, they were just doing whatever they wanted. They just flexed their muscle against Ohio State. I didn't even expect for them to you know beat them that bad. And then you look at the Ohio State game against Georgia, Ohio State comes in averaging nearly 45 points per game. C.J. Stroud uh, and and what you're you're looking about uh, with Williams will be back in the the run game, over 800 yards, 13 touchdowns. Uh, so you, you've got some some opportunity here. And then Georgia, defensively, not the same squad they were a, a year ago, but once again, it's theirs to lose. And the Buckeyes getting in. I know there's a lot of hand wringing and people going fatalistic about the inevitable uh, move here and to 12 teams. Oh, we can't even get a fourth. It's like someone's got to be fourth. You're, you're never going to be happy 100% with who that last team is as soon as losses are involved. What loss is better? Is it a better to lose in September versus November or early December and all of those kind of things, right? Because VCU lost a game, but they'd already beaten their opponent. So, you know, it's it's that kind of thing. Uh, and for the Buckeyes, again, averaging nearly 45 points per game. And a reminder to everybody out there, as much as you may hate hearing it, it is a TV show. And what do the Buckeyes bring? Eyeballs. Positive right. because of the huge alumni base. And second, hate watching for the fact that you've watched a lot of Buckeye football over the last, what, 30 years? 40 years on network television? So, yeah, you get the big eyeball test there as well uh, and enough to move the needle. 
Yeah, Georgia has a good defense. Um, they're not as great as everybody thought they were going to be, but they're still going to be good enough uh, to slow down Ohio State a little bit. Ohio State's defense, big trouble. I mean, like you said, you saw what they did against Michigan. By the way, big news in this game, for all week, not all week, for the very beginning, when we found out the matchups of the 14 playoffs, the line was 7.5 for Michigan, 6.5 for Georgia. The line has finally changed down to 6. Big money coming in on Ohio State. Um, so that moved it down a half a point. I thought eventually it would get to seven, but no, um, now down to six. I'm wondering if uh, anything's going to change in the Michigan-TCU game. I, I probably doubt it. If anything, Michigan will probably go up to like eight or nine during uh, or before kickoff. Yeah, looking at the Buckeye-Georgia line uh, history going back to the 4th of December, opened at minus seven and 61 now we're looking at uh, minus six and a sixty-two and a half total. Oof! Yeah, as of big money this afternoon. So. And that was and that was today that the money came in that lowered it a half a point from six and a half down to six. So I think what they were doing is waiting to see if they can get the extra half point with Ohio State. That wasn't going to happen. That's a long time to wait for some of these professionals out there, considering that you didn't think that Georgia was going to be the seven point favorite. I thought maybe they would, but a lot of people didn't think yeah, it was going to happen. If you go all the way back with Bet Online AG, the um, total has actually moved out a full two and a half points since it was first posted. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Welcome back into the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg, the most versatile grill you'll ever own, and backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery. Big Green Egg. Dot com joining us on the hotline as he does each and every week live and in living color from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, former odds maker turned co-founder of the Bet the Board podcast. Find that at Bet the Board Pod. That's damn right. Analyst for CBS Sports HQ. More on Instagram, Todd.Furman at Twitter at Todd Furman. It's our guy, Todd Furman. Hi, buddy. What's going on, gentlemen? And hey, boys, before we get things started tonight, Arnie, I know I do nothing but typically take shots at you on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. But as we sit here on the cusp of turning in a new year, I have to give you a world of credit. Sitting at 20 games over 500, you you've been a man of integrity, marking your picks down and sharing them on social media. Barring an 0-4 day tomorrow, or at least 0-3 as I look at the picks here, you will at least have been profitable this football season, but- something I never imagined was even possible really but that's not good enough though you know when you when you when you're doing your picks you think you're always oh, i can pick 65 percent or something like that you know what i mean yeah it, you should be doing better than 53 percent i tell you all the time how difficult it really is and just to put things in perspective arnie i calculate everything i do in sports betting i can tell you where every dollar i've wagered going all the way back to 2013 is gone wow. win loss wow. record and everything else my record as we sit here on December 30th, about to turn the calendar, for the calendar year, 659, 548, and 39, a win percentage of 54.6%. And let me tell you, with the dollars that I'm able to make off of that, it's a pretty healthy living. So wow. trying to achieve that 55 to 60% threshold, if I ever do that, I'll buy a Caribbean island. I'll invite you and the wife down <laughs> to spend a quality weekend with me. I love it. It's all about the, um, what do they say, how much you bet each game right you can't go crazy i guess exactly it's all about money management it's understanding your opportunities when they exist being able to figure out your strengths and weaknesses based on sports events pricing there is so much that goes into the calculus to be a professional sports better but again i got to give you full marks for sharing all that information throughout this football season on social well no that is one of the things that you know you've had transparency on your side i love the fact that you called arnie a man of integrity will mark the tape yeah uh, because uh, (laughs) over his lifetime time uh, we've got a handful of those uh, in terms of sports talk radio uh, with the knee-jerk reactions that we have from him but Todd to your point you know just as you're looking at this and folks where legalizing uh, sports betting is coming into into vogue that you know keeping track of what you're doing the analysis and everything is something most I would guess don't do except to throw the losing tickets into a trash can. Exactly. I think people that want to do this, even if you're a recreational better, it never hurts to jot down your bets and have an understanding of where some of your strengths and weaknesses are. And for most folks, and we talk about it all the time, Harm, 98% of people out there should be doing this as a form of recreation. Right. The same way they treat a round of golf, going to the movies, or a show. If you happen to make a little money, that's great, but only bet money you can afford to lose. And let me put a caveat on that. And again, for Arnie, being a man of integrity is one thing. Being a man whose opinion I actually value when it comes to <laughs> 
stop radio and everything else, is an entirely different kettle of fish. Uh, I love it. All right, let's get to Michigan TCU. Let me ask you this. We talked about the line change in the Georgia game. For a game that everybody says that Michigan's going to blow them out, that line has stayed at 7.5 for a long time. Are you surprised that it didn't go to 8, 8.5 for anything like that or what? These are some of the most efficient markets that you're going to see in college football all season long. And it'll be very interesting tomorrow when you see professional bettors who are going to get five to six-figure limits to bet this game in particular come in on the contest and either push this number closer to a touchdown or drive this number further into no man's land where it sits. And when you look at this number across the board, seven and a half on the low end, upwards of eight and a half. So books have a ton of flexibility until they have influential bettors push them one way or another. You know, we talked about this number when it was first hung when they announced the college football playoff field on that first Sunday back in December. And this price, you could have had 10 if you laid a little bit of juice. Uh, but odds makers aren't in the business of offering up a lot of value and opportunity in games of this magnitude. So we did see uh, a group that I really respect come in on Michigan, laying the 7.5 earlier today. The total has ticked down a touch from 59.5 to 58. And it's a game, guys, that I probably won't bet, but one that I'll be fascinated to watch to see how TCU handles a level of physicality against the Michigan offensive and defensive line that they don't encounter game in, game out in the Big 12, and more importantly, how that 3-3-5 defense will be able to stop the run and potentially make Michigan one-dimensional if they're going to have any success. Todd, let me bag it out to the marketplace as a whole here over the holiday, holiday, holiday season. Uh, we watched it, and I brought it up with Arnie, and part of it is my Chicago roots, that Creighton-DePaul game that drew 3 million viewers, and we've watched the bowl games all competitive today. When, when we talk about handle and appetite for the college bowl games, where, where are we at this year? Uh, more along the lines of trying to question the mental capacity of the 3 million people that wanted to make DePaul games at appointment viewing. <laughs> this coming from someone who grew up at the Rosemont Horizon. Yes, His dad sir. had season tickets going all the way back into the early 80s when DePaul was actually relevant. Little Skip uh, Diller. And head coach Ray Meyer before he handed the baton yeah. off to Joey Meyer, Rod Strickland, and some of those other players who at least had NCAA tournament bursts in, in their sights. But when you look at betting handle, there is no doubt. When people are home for the holidays, they're looking for ways to pass the time, and that's why the major TV players obviously create this extensive bowl menu. We look at the attendance numbers that are rather sparse, but that doesn't diminish the value and what they add to the sports calendar. College football and the NFL are always going to be king. They're going to trump regular season basketball, the NHL, everything else you can think of as long as there is a game in a standalone time slot. And when you look at the quartet of matchups tomorrow, Iowa, Kentucky, along with Kansas State, Alabama, will serve as hors d'oeuvres. Um, TCU, Michigan will kind of pr- provide a decent course. And then the main event will be Ohio State, Georgia. The betting handle, though, on the Buckeyes and Bulldogs may be a little bit diminished, knowing that it kicks off at 8 o'clock Eastern on New Year's Eve, where a lot of people are getting themselves ready for a night on the town, more so than committing to actually watching this game from start to finish. Todd, we talked about the line move on that game. Was that big move? Was that big line movement? Because it went from 6.5 to 6. That game didn't move either. And um, which way is it going to move before kickoff? Uh, I think professional bettors couldn't wait. They tipped their hand earlier today. And that move, Arnie, is pretty substantial, honestly. When you see the six and a half disappear to six, knowing that books are going to take on pretty big liability going to the Georgia Bulldogs. A lot of the shops that I've talked to, they're seeing about 80% of the tickets on that game. So eight out of every 10 bets being placed coming in on the favorite. They've told me that people are parlaying Georgia to Michigan, whether it's on the money line or teasers, essentially the same thing in this particular spot, thinking that we've seen a rash of favorites win in 
and cover in the college football playoff semifinals. But Ohio State-Georgia is truly a matchup of heavyweights because before the season started, uh, these were two teams picked to finish 1-2 in the polls with Alabama right there as well. And when you look at the way the number has moved, if this game was played in early November, you'd have been looking at a number right around a pick em. Obviously, Georgia finishes with a flourish. The last data point we have for Ohio State is them looking absolutely woeful uh, in their ability to stop the run against Michigan. And here we are with a number that I still see as a touch inflated. Uh, I know what my numbers are for this game. They're much closer to five than they were to six and a half. But I couldn't run to bet Ohio State because I worry about the physicality or the lack thereof for the Buckeyes along the defensive line. And quite frankly, I don't love C.J. Stroud's ability to work from a dirty pocket if Georgia can generate pressure and make things a little bit more difficult for the talented pivot wearing scarlet and gray. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Arman, Arnie Spanier in for Jason Smith from the TireRack.com studios. Our buddy Todd Furman, Bet the Board podcast is where you find it. Download it, make it part of your listening habits. You'll be all the smarter for it and perhaps be able to cash an extra ticket or two at the window or at least a bar bet against your friends and family uh, as you roll through these holidays uh, and the end of the regular season for the National Football League. Follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. Also does uh, some Instagram live on Sunday mornings, giving you an idea of where the money and the plays are between the public and the pros, making you, again, smarter ahead of kickoff, maybe also helping in your fantasy lineups uh, to that degree. And one of the games from one CJ to another, uh, Jacksonville, three-point favorites on the road at Houston. Lovey Smith, 3-0 and against Trevor Lawrence. And Doug Peterson saying, hey, we want to play to win the game. Uh, do we see CJ Beathard uh, in this one? Uh, or is Trevor Lawrence truly going to get the full work? I think C.J. Beathard is much more likely to be your starter on Sunday. So if Trevor Lawrence is the guy that you have penciled in to kind of win you a fantasy championship, you may want to look for some secondary options out there. We obviously saw his name pop up on the injury report today. With that toe injury, I think it will give the Jacksonville Jaguars a very convenient excuse given what we saw from the Tennessee Titans. And this is a number where you saw the Jags open as a five, five five-and-a-half point favorite. Number ticked down to a field goal. If Lawrence is officially upgraded, then you're stealing, betting Jacksonville minus the Three. If Lawrence is downgraded to being out or highly doubtful, uh, this number will trend even closer to pick him. So at this point, it's kind of the Houston Texans are passed, but probably wouldn't run to get involved now with the number sitting at a field goal. Bookmakers and bettors doing all their fair share of guesswork trying to figure out exactly what this Jaguar starting 11 will look like, especially on the offensive side of the ball come Sunday. Todd, what I don't understand is when Brock Purdy came in for San Francisco, not a lot of line change from him to Jimmy G or from Jimmy G to him. Why the big line change from Teddy B uh, from Tua? I mean, if Tua is just an average quarterback anyway, Teddy B should be able to come in and, and control the offense. You're getting two and a half with Miami. They were a point and a half to two point favorite. What, what are you going with this one? It's a great question, Arnie, and one that I think the market has shown some level of disagreement. When you look at the way this number has moved, it did get to New England a full field goal favorite, uh, and that's when betters and limits started to rise later in the week, said this is too big a bridge to cross for the New England Patriots, and that's why we're sitting at two and a half here. You look at Teddy Bridgewater so far this season, those data points have a lot of noise in the numbers, the performance against the Minnesota Vikings, the fact he took one snap against the Jets. There's no doubt that Miami's offense will look significantly different with 
Teddy Bridgewater than Tua. I'm not sure you're going to see nearly as many deep shots to Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. But he can be a game manager. He can operate underneath with ruthless efficiency and look to get the ball out of his hands quickly. And the luxury the Dolphins have here that they wouldn't against a lot of teams in the league. The biggest issue that they have on the defensive side of the ball is their secondary. But New England doesn't offer much in the way of a vertical passing game. And their offensive line has been a little bit porous for stretches. If the Dolphins can generate pressure, it's going to mask some of those deficiencies on the back end. And despite Miami coming to this game in a four-game losing streak, Mm. the only way for me to look would be towards the Dolphins as a short road underdog looking to try and get that elusive ninth win. All right, last one for me, Todd. The anti-hero trying to find his way into the playoffs. The Packers, three-point favorites with Minnesota coming into town. Obviously, Dome team into the cold. Packers surging. Um, Vikings fans just keep saying everybody's disrespecting them and trying to ignore logic. Can you explain it to everyone like we're five-year-olds? Well, I mean, they should be disrespecting the Vikings. I mean, their point differential on the season is plus five. It is historically relevant because it is the worst point, di- point differential for a team that has 12 wins through their first 15 games. You look at how they performed in one score contest at 11-0. and That's not sustainable through the course of an 18-week regular season. We'll see when that catches up to them in the postseason. But at the same time, uh, I think three and a half was a big number for the Green Bay to be laying, and it's part of the reason that that price has disappeared, and you're seeing the number trend towards a field goal. Uh, I know people are bullish on the Packers, given their three-game winning streak as they went from four and eight with less than a 1% probability of making the playoffs to a little north of 30%, but you look at the teams that they've beaten during that win streak. You beat the beleaguered Bears on the road at Soldier Field, and we know Aaron Rodgers goes in there and owns that place. They took care of the Rams on Monday Night Football in frigid temperatures uh, Rams team that's weak along the offensive and defensive line, and they're down 20-10, to 10, and it's not till a Raheem Mostert fumble with a couple minutes to go in the first half that they're able to get a lifeline, a rally before the break, and then dealing against a concussed Tua that we saw that manifest in the fourth quarter. So a lot of asterisk by Green Bay's three-game winning streak. We know Aaron Rodgers is capable of Herculean feats, especially with his back against the wall. But I think for the first time in a while, Minnesota is a little bit undervalued here. That's why the three-and-a-half disappeared. And to put things in perspective, guys, before the year when these two teams were – a completely unblemished, hadn't played a single game. Green Bay was a six-and-a-half-point favorite on a look-ahead number for this Week 17 matchup. Here we are with Minnesota running away with the division, Green Bay fighting to get to 500, and it's still the Packers right around that three, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow. I think that's as big an indictment of where Minnesota is despite this gaudy record as much as anything else. But I do think they're a little bit undervalued here for their trip to Lambeau. You know, Todd, just the last thing for me. I always wonder, I always have this dream that I bet $10,000 on a on a a, a, a future that was a hundred to one. I won it, and I won a million dollars. But I never know how much to tip. How much do you tip on that? I mean, if you're taking home a million dollars, it's better to err on the side of being overly generous. I have never been in that spot myself, oh, buddy, but sure I think you when have. you look at. You know, when you look at 2 to 3%, I think that is a very Ooh, fair rate. Really? Send them out on a nice night on the town, dinner, drinks, and a variety of other things. So the day that you end up landing that 100 yeah. to 1 shot for 10K, uh, there are going to be ticket writers and sportsbook supervisors, whether they're out here in Las Vegas or in another legalized jurisdiction, uh, that are able to build a shrine to you and thank Artie Spanier well, for one of the best nights I, they've ever had behind the I was I was worried I'd have to give 10%. I'm, no, I'm happy. No. 2, 3%. Yeah. Wow. There you go. You skip out like they're an agent. 
Yeah, ten percent is a little bit aggressive. I don't think anybody's cutting him a check for a hundred thousand. And I know there are ticket writers out there who are probably using four-letter words to describe my behavior right now. Uh, but they would be thrilled to walk away with three to five percent if somebody had that kind of windfall. The okay, best there is the excellence of elocution, making us all a smarter public yes. as we head to the windows this weekend. It's our buddy Todd Furman, Bet the Board Podcast, where you find him, Todd, as always. Uh, thanks for being uh, part of the show, being a friend, and uh, Happy New Year to you, buddy. Thank you. Hey, Happy and Healthy New Year to you guys as well. Enjoy the college football semifinals in Week 17, gents. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Oh, it's amazing how quickly time passes here on a beautiful Friday night. Thank you all for being part of the show with us, Bo and Alex. uh, The departed, Steve DeSager, and departed as in he's going home to get some sleep uh, and ponder the college football semifinal games. Uh, Arnie Spanier in for Jason Smith. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. Jason will be back on Monday as we get ready for uh, a recap of the semifinal games, week 17 of your NFL season, and breaking down the good, the bad, the ugly of Cincinnati and Buffalo on Monday Night Football, shaping up to be a good one. Joe Burrow basically saying, we beat everybody. Bring him on. Uh, I wanted to close the show with a couple of, well, fun-ish type yeah. stories. The first can, concerns the 2011 draft. We talked about it a lot earlier in the week with the announcement of the retirement of J.J. Watt and people posting a lot of screenshots of the upper half of the first round of that draft. And the again, the good, the bad, the ugly that came out of that in terms of players drafted ahead of J.J. Watt, who will waltz into the Hall of Fame 
uh, when five years hence and all of those things. But Blaine Gabbert was trending for a while, as was Jake Locker. But this one concerns Blaine Gabbert because for the second time this week he was trending because he and his brothers were on jet skis and they got into the water to rescue four people when a helicopter crashed right. near Peter Knight Airport in Tampa, Florida on Thursday. 28-year-old, his parents, and the helicopter pilot went in. They they ended up being uninjured, which is an absolute miracle in and of itself. But they were on jet skis. They were able to get them out of the water and get them to, uh, to safety, which is I, pretty damn I, impressive. I heard him tell the story. I listened to the two-minute soundbite. How incredible, absolutely incredible being in the right place in the right time. He said he got two of the people on his jet ski. His brothers uh, put one on each of his just as they were doing that. Uh, there was a, a young man, I believe, I'm, yeah, I, the young that man. was trapped. Um Trapped under, not under the water, but under something. Um, that's when the rescue also got there. The sheriff's department and, um, you know, the water rescue and all that. And together they got him back to the beach. But uh, talk about being at the right place at the right time. Thank goodness um, he was there. That was just absolutely incredible when I heard that. You yeah, know? they said uh, the 28-year-old uh, Mr. Hupp trying to free himself from underneath the seatbelt and cords and, and treading yeah, yeah, water yeah. and then... You know, the jet skiers show up, and it's Gabbert and his brother. How, Pretty amazing, how crazy right? is that? Yeah, out that's for the afternoon ride and come upon a stranded family. So, nice life, huh? Isn't that? What is that? Hey, <laughs> much living right that someone had yeah. to be in the area, right? The other is, do you remember the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer wanted people to make their own pizzas? You know, no, you knead no. the dough, you throw it up and down, you add your toppings, and then you're able to thrust your pizza into an oven and the running joke was what you want people around a 600 degree oven (laughs) you know all of those kind of things you lunatic and eventually he's going to get someone to get into business with him uh and all that fun and we've seen businesses kind of like that they have they have them here certainly in southern california of hey come and make your meals for the week in a group environment right we'll Put them all into the ovens. You'll learn recipes, have a glass of wine, make some friends, whatever. Well, there was a woman that was doing a uh, an incredible rant at a McDonald's. And this is in Australia. And this this popped up on the radar. It's, it's a few days old. But, uh, quote, I'll beat you up or I will leave the patron yelling in the video. And then she goes into the kitchen and starts making herself a burger. <laughs> Grabs a bottle of water, and then it was eventually detained by a couple of police officers. But a bunch of people standing in line waiting to buy their food, fries, whatever, just started recording it like, wow, this is next level stuff. Uh, eventually, the the woman who started cooking herself the burger whipped a water water bottle at another patron, so they charged oh, her with assault. You- but, but it's just one of those, like, yep. All right, I'm done with you people. I, I want my burger and I want it now. Mike, if, if we, I know we're running out of time. I'll tell you, if I wasn't married, I know who I would marry. The girl from the Waffle House that caught the chair when it was. Uh, How about that, her? too, man? What? Uh, that, wow. It, uh, my goodness, that was incredible. How about Dana that? Dana White or the uh, McMahons ought to be looking into giving her a contract <laughs> in short order with that reflexes was like catch. that. Are you kidding me? And she just tossed it away. I well, and then it, she know? just did the stare down like she yeah. was getting. 
she was like Ronda Rousey in the ring. Throw the next one. Throw the next one. Unbelievable. Chair. Hey, Arnie, thank you for all thank your help you, the last couple friend. weeks and sitting I, in. I always appreciate the time with you. Happy New Year, my friend. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend. Can't wait to see you in 2023. We'll see you again soon. Arnie Spanier in for Jason Smith. Coming up next, the Bernie Fratto Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Happy New Year, everybody. See ya. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.